0: Welcome to the Walk With Me podcast. I'm Pastor Stephen Bond from Divine Church in Chapel Hill, Tennessee, and I am so excited that you are walking with me. What that means is we are walking together through God's Word, just about three chapters a day, and uh, you're going to get the most out of this if you read these chapters independently and then listen to the podcast, but they're going to be short, 10 to 15 minutes each day, something you can listen to it at the start or the finish of each day, and I believe that it will bless you as it's blessed. Me. I'm stepping, I'm stepping down on your word. I'm stepping, I'm stepping down on your word. I'm stepping, I'm stepping down on your word. Today's passage comes from Job chapters 37, 38, and chapter 39. And I have got to tell you, I don't know if everyone that listens is reading these chapters independently. I know this may be a part of your routine, uh, maybe just while you're driving, or just something you're doing additionally to your own your own Bible reading plan, which is which is just fine. But I would deeply encourage you to meditate and read aloud. There is a power to the Word of God being spoken aloud, and. Um, I would just challenge you to read chapters 38 and 39 specifically aloud at some point this week i'm like a little kid um on the first day of school or something i'm so excited to get to this passage um because we've 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 been through it in job and um i uh it's so wild. It's. it's I'm just going to be honest. It's really overwhelming to me. I, just now when I was talking, I, it just, it just even just hit me in, an, in another way that I've just personally, and our church has been in such a wild season. And I woke up this morning, and I had my prayer time, and I, everything was different. I mean, it's been 100 degrees here in Tennessee for a month. And yesterday we had a storm, and... This morning I wake up and I just immediately felt like we were in a whole new season. And I step outside and it's partly cloudy with, with a with a gentle breeze. at seventy five degrees and it just felt like the it was a change of season. And uh, I hadn't even I hadn't even put it together that today we would organically be getting to this beautiful resolution in Job's life and in the testing that is just that is just overwhelming to me. Um, but. I want to get into this text um today uh this is the moment that, that we've been waiting for job starts to uh job job chapter 37 elihu is just started to talk about god's majesty and his greatness and um you know we've 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 examined elihu um and he's an interesting character. You know, he, we, we almost can't figure out if he's good or if he's bad. But I will say there's one thing that he does that is good. And he actually, um, the the whole the whole vibe, the whole theme of what he's talking about in chapter 37, he's just talking about God's greatness. He's just declaring God's greatness. He's like, you know what, Job, God is so much bigger and greater than you could ever imagine or fathom, and you can't put him in a box because he's just, he, he's the one that controls the lightning and the thunder and, and everything in all creation. And that whole theme in which he's talking about in chapter 37, you know, God's going to break his silence and speak in chapter 38. And he, he literally almost picks up from where Elihu left off. He doesn't acknowledge Elihu. He doesn't rebuke him. But he does, it, it's like, he does step up in that moment in chapter 38. And then in chapters 38 and 39, he just declares his glory his majesty and he does so in such a way it it cracks me up because this we don't even know when this was written but I mean this was written you know at least five thousand years ago roughly and he he's the Lord declares his sovereignty over everything like over the 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 constellations over every over every creature, over and he he's talking about all these things, and he literally mentions things that we don't even know what they are, like five thousand years later we we still are just guessing at some of the things that he says, you know he he talks about um, a Maseroth, okay can you lead forth the Maseroth in their season, you know people are are. Um, If you look in your study Bible, it probably it it, it probably says something like mine does where it says probably the name of a constellation. (laughs) Probably (laughs) like we don't know what he's talking about. I think that's the whole point. You know, we sneak ahead for just a second. But in chapter 41, he, he, he says, can you draw out Leviathan with a foot fish hook? You know. And uh, back in your, look down in your study Bible again, it says, maybe a large sea animal, exact identity unknown. It's like, that's the whole point of it. He's going, hey, because the reader goes, what the heck is a Maseroth? And what is a Leviathan? You know, it's like, wait a second. And that's the whole point of it is he's going, I am so far above and beyond everything in the known world i am control all of creation obeys me i see everything i know everything and this isn't like boastfully you know arrogance of the lord when we read these words it it like it just cleanses the haughtiness of our soul because we get so puffed up with our supposed knowledge and we become so pr- prideful, which is the worst posture our heart could ever be in is it where we're, we're, we start to, we started to get into a pattern of trying to exalt ourselves and, and don't think that you, you don't get into that pattern, especially if you live in America because it, it's our natural current is to exalt yourself. That's actually what everyone's teaching, you know. Just exalt yourself. Make something of yourself. Go make a bunch of money. Go live somewhere. Go do this, do that, wear this. It's all about exalting yourself. And when you read chapters like Job 39 and 40 and 41, you can't exalt yourself anymore. It humbles you. And when we're humbled, the word says that Those who humble themselves, the Lord exalts. So when I read these kind of chapters, it literally changes my posture from not not from where I'm downtrodden, but from where I'm not exalting myself because I'm lowly in his presence. And it, it actually it actually floods faith in your heart because you know that you know the God in which all things bow to. He says, I set the parameters and have decided how far the seas can go. Uh, the waves in, in all of their like loftiness, yeah, I decide how far they can go. You know, the, the hungry animals in the forest, I provide food for them. I see everything. I've got storehouses prepared with with snow and with hail and with you know. It's just it's it's overwhelming. How can I even how can I even um uh, really uh, uh, unpack this text? Because the the whole point of this text is really for us to read it and our jaw to kind of drop and go whoa. I am like nothing. Who am I that you would even think of me? You know, again, jumping ahead, he talks in for, uh, chapter 40 and he says, Behold, behemoth, which I made uh, as I made you. Again, look down into your study Bible. Behemoth, a large animal, exact identity unknown. What the heck's a behemoth? You know, and I know we've got, you could Google it and find some picture or whatever. But No, I mean, but literally like we don't know. Like he he's just saying like, I know everything that you know, and and, and the reason why you know anything is because I've allowed wisdom to reach you, but then I also know so much more than you'll ever know. So just trust me, just trust me. I know your comings and your goings, and I know the past, and I know the present, and I know the future, and I know this entire world, and I know why it spins, and I know, you know, I mean, it's just incredible. And this isn't really like a rebuke against Joe. This is just a reminder of him, to him, that in all of your wisdom, I still know so much more than you. I, there are still aspects to this whole world in which I have my eyes on and my hands on that you will never know about. And that should just that should just should bring comfort to us. Wherever you're at, whatever season, whatever situation that you're in right now. God sees it. And he has his hands on it. And you can trust him. Even if you're in a terrible season like Job was in, you can still trust him. He hasn't turned his back. He knows and he sees. Or if you're in a great season, give thanks to God because all good and perfect things come from Him. He has allowed and even caused for these blessings to come upon you. He cares. If He cares for the birds and their eggs and and the hungry lions, how much more does He care for us? His prized creation, His masterpiece, as it says. He cares for us. He's watching over us, our our every step. And so this is just an amazing um humbling of job now there's different there's different types of humblings okay there can be a you can become so so prideful and arrogant and you think kind of like King Saul and you think you control everything and um there's a humbling that comes from that there's also a a different kind of swelling. Where you become so conceited in knowledge um, that you almost become depressed. That's more. That's more of where I feel like Job was at, because you're you listen to back in his text and he goes, "Oh, what's the point of anything?" Because. There's no purpose in any of this life, you know, whether you come or whether you go, everybody dies. And, you know, the wicked are rewarded for doing nothing and the godly or, you know, get everything stripped from them. And, you know, there's even that. And to that, God just humbles him by saying, hey, you think that you got it all figured out, but you don't because I'm doing whatever I want to do and I'm watching everything. I've got my eyes on everything and all of creation. And so, what's the ultimate response? Reverence. Fear of the Lord. That's the ultimate response. that That's what we need to take out of this whole book. Regardless of trials, regardless of situations, regardless of what we gain or what we lose. And we've got a couple of chapters left. We're going to finish this off tomorrow or on our next session. But that's the ultimate response church is we've got to get to a place where we don't exalt ourselves or think that we've got all this figured out but but living in a place where we go god i i don't know what you're doing but i know that you know what you're doing and i'm grateful that i know you and that you know me and that your eyes are upon me and that you won't leave me nor forsake me and that no matter what comes against me, you have the ability to turn it together for good. So right here in this present moment, in this present situation, whether I'm on a hill or whether I'm in a valley, I will praise you just the same because your ways are so much greater than mine. Your thoughts are so much greater than mine. And for that reason, I will humbly bow before you in complete reverence because I trust that you are sovereign.